Welcome to Snuggle, Cozy Stories for Kids. This episode is called Alice in Dreamland. Hey friend, it's Tom, and I'm so glad you're here for story time. In this story, my friend Nadine will be reading us a retelling of Alice in Wonderland. It's about a girl who finds herself in a magical world, filled with some very interesting creatures. Maybe you've heard the story before, maybe not. Either way, I know you're going to love hearing about Alice's adventures. We'll use our minds to envision everything going on in the story. That can be really fun because it means you can imagine the story in any way you'd like. Let's get our imaginations ready by taking a nice deep breath together. So, breathe in fully, and breathe out. That's perfect. Now, We're ready to imagine. So in your mind, picture a forest. See the tall trees covered in green leaves. Hear the birds chirping in the branches. Smell the scent of fallen leaves and damp earth. This is where our story begins. In a lush green forest on the outskirts of a small town sat a girl who was fast asleep. Her head rested against the trunk of a tree, and she had an open book in her lap. Long, thin branches loomed overhead, creating a dense canopy of leaves that protected her from the sun high above. All around, the world sang its own gentle lullaby. The trees whispered as the wind tickled their leaves. The tiny creatures of the forest chirped and chattered in time with the tune. The sound of it lulled Alice deeper and deeper into her peaceful slumber. In her mind's eye, She felt as though the world around her tilted and disappeared until it was just her alone in the vivid expanse of her dreams. When she awoke, it was to the sound of what seemed to be a swarm of bees. A gentle buzzing filled her ears and she found the noise was oddly appealing to her. 
Slowly, she opened her sleepy eyes and stretched out her arms. She blinked once and then twice and looked around. She had done it again, she realized. She had fallen asleep reading her book. And she had completely forgotten to check her watch. She had no idea what time it was. Alice looked up at the sky, hoping to be able to guess the time from the position of the summer sun. But what she saw was not what she was expecting at all. This world was entirely different than the one she had fallen asleep in. Instead of being blue with puffy white clouds, the sky above her was tinged with purple. It was a delicate lilac, like the color of her bedroom walls. The leaves around her that were once a forest green were now purple too, as was the bark of the tree she leaned against and the grass on which she sat. Startled, Alice jumped to her feet. What was this strange new world, she wondered. She rubbed her eyes and looked around. She must be seeing things, she thought. Or perhaps she was still asleep and had never woken up at all. She reached out to pinch her arm. But before she could, she had the same buzzing, like a swarm of bees. That was the first order of business, Alice decided. She had to find out where the sound was coming from. Now, the forest she had fallen asleep in was familiar to her. She knew every tree, shrub, and patch of grass like the back of her own hand. She even had special hiding spots that no one knew of but her. This forest, however, was something altogether different. There were pathways she had never seen before. They were made with bright blue and purple stones and decorated with rows of little pansies on either side. The blooms swayed gently in the breeze and it looked like they were dancing. Alice stood carefully, not wanting to upset the balance of this strange place. She held her book tightly in her hands and began to walk down the path of colorful stones. What to do, she said to herself. She gently bit her bottom lip, as she often did when she was trying to solve a problem. She spoke out loud to the trees and the stones as she pondered her next move. I suppose it's possible this is a dream, she muttered. 
But then, I suppose it's also possible, however unlikely, that the world changed drastically while I slept. She took another step. It's also possible that I sleepwalked here, she said. However, it is entirely impossible that a purple world exists only a few minutes away from my house. Alice stopped and sighed. It didn't feel much like a dream at all. The world around her was so vivid and real. She could feel the wind against her skin as it kissed her cheeks and ruffled her hair. The air here was fresh and sweet. It smelled like papaya and chocolate and flowers in bloom. An odd scent for a forest, she could admit, but it was lovely either way. The loud buzzing was impossible for her to ignore. It filled her ears and hummed across her skin. She could think of nothing else to do except to keep walking. The flowers continued to dance by her feet. They looked quite different, these purple pansies. Almost as though they had little faces with eyes that were closed like they were sleeping. Then there were the faint smiles that played across their petals. But surely that couldn't be. Above her, thin beams of light streamed in through the spaces between the leaves and Alice used them to guide her way. She couldn't see the end of the path and had no idea where it led. But it seemed like the best direction for her to go. Looking around, she could see rows and rows of trees and flowers in every color of the rainbow. They were almost too dazzling to look at. Like the pansies, it seemed as though at any moment they might begin to dance or smile. The gentle buzzing, although still quiet, grew louder and louder as she walked along the path. And then Alice had an idea. She stopped for a moment and set her book on the grass. She bent down until her ear was pressed to the ground and her hands were resting against the cold stones. Up close, she could see they glittered and shimmered as though gemstones were hidden inside them. She leaned forward until the tip of her nose was nearly touching one of the purple pansies. Down here, the sound was magnified. It was no longer just a quiet buzzing, but rather it was a harmony of humming 
night was beautiful and relaxing, like a lullaby she had heard once as a child. The pansy opened its eyes slowly and delicately and gazed back at Alice. It's not polite to stare, you know, the flower said. Alice was so surprised, she fell backwards with a start. If you're looking for a way out, continue along the path until you leave dreamland, the flower said, as though giving her directions. I recommend Sunflower Road next, but stay away from the Red Valley. It's quite intense this time of year. Not very pleasant at all. And with that, the purple pansy shut its eyes and returned to swaying and humming its quiet song. Well then, Alice thought. She supposed her only option now was to do as the flower told her. She had to continue along the path. As she walked, the forest around her grew darker. While the colors were still rich, they were shrouded in a kind of shadow. It seemed that the sun here only wanted to illuminate the path before her, like it was hiding a secret world beyond it. For a moment, Alice felt drawn to explore what the sun did not want her to see. She noticed a tickling in her toes and an urge to wander as she started through the curtain of purple leaves. If this was dreamland, perhaps there were beds, cozy beds, where she could lay down for a nap. And maybe there were blankets, or hot chocolate, or a grassy clearing to watch the shooting stars. But maybe, if she drifted from the path, it would be lost forever. And then, her only way home would be through all the other lands the pansy told her about. Alice sighed deeply to herself. It was a chance she had to take. After all, wasn't this an opportunity to explore something wondrous? And so, Alice stepped off the path. Right away, the world seemed to call to her from all around. It was as though the wind had learned her name, and now the trees were beginning to hum it too. Unsure of where she was going, Alice simply walked forwards, one foot after another. She followed the gentle ups and downs of the ground below her feet. Slowly, the world around her grew darker, but she wasn't afraid. It was as though she were floating in a strange dream, drinking in the smell of papaya 
and the sights around her as she went. The deeper she walked, the fainter the smell became, and instead, a hint of lavender reached her nose. It was a comforting smell that reminded her of soft sheets and fluffy pillows, and that made her think of how wonderful it would be to lay down for a nap. She felt as though she were walking on clouds. Alice looked down at her feet, worried for a moment that she had indeed floated up into the sky. She found her feet were firmly planted on the ground. But it also seemed as though clouds had sprung up around them. Patches of white fluff grew where the grass used to be. It looked very much like the kind of cloud you see after a rainstorm. But she knew it couldn't possibly be. What would clouds be doing on the ground? For a moment, she felt like taking off her shoes and curling her toes into the fluff. She wondered what it would feel like on the soles of her feet. So she bent down and stroked it tentatively with the tips of her fingers. It reminded her of when she had gone to visit a farm for the very first time. She had felt a similar sensation when she got to pet the lambs. She was certain at that time that those woolly and warm creatures were the softest things she had ever felt and that they were the closest she could ever get to touching a cloud. But now, the feeling of the strange white fluff tangled around her fingers and tickling at her wrists told her that nothing could compare to this. As Alice found herself lost in the velvety touch of the soft plants, she forgot for a moment how unusual this all was. Her worries, her thoughts, her concerns about home all seemed to disappear. All that mattered now was sleep. And she was so tired. She was filled with the urge to lie down and rest her sleepy eyes. When all of a sudden, a voice floated towards her on the air. Be careful now, the voice said. If you lay down on the clouds of sleep, you may never wake up. Although, the dreams are as sweet as honey, so I'm sure you wouldn't mind. The voice was sweet and alluring. It made Alice feel comforted rather than startled. Still, she stood upright and looked around to see who had spoken. A purple cat 
along the branches of a nearby tree. It played with the lilac leaves, which looked more like feathers here. They are, you know, the cat purred. Feathers, I mean, if that's what you're wondering. He looked down at Alice's startled face and smiled. Alice felt as though she should probably be concerned. Before her stood a talking purple mind-reading cat, after all. But she wasn't. She was simply amazed. The cat continued to play with the feathery leaves, his pink nose twitching as they tickled his face. Then he spoke to Alice once more. You really should have stayed on the pass, he said. Now, unfortunately, you're lost. I wish I could help, but I have a lot of napping to do. I'm sure if you continue along your way, you'll find someone else to get you where you're going. And with that, the cat dropped the leaf he was playing with. Alice watched as it fluttered gently to the ground before sprouting wings and flying up to the top of the tree again, where it nestled in amongst its brothers and sisters. The purple cat stood, stretched lazily, and disappeared. Alice shook her head. She really had no other option but to follow the cat's advice. As she walked, she noticed that the weeds beneath her had begun to move. Clumps of them huddled together, rolling around on the ground before turning into tiny pom-pom balls and floating away. She watched as they scattered, drifting off into the sky that had now turned dark. Far above her, they looked like stars, bouncing around in a cloudless night. Maybe they really were stars, she thought. Perhaps during the day, this was where they rested. Perhaps stars were merely the essence of clouds that drifted away. Or perhaps Alice was only dreaming. She wasn't sure, but she was far too captivated by the world she had entered to stop and ask herself all these questions. By now, if this were not in fact a dream, Alice knew her mother be waiting for her. Dinner would already be on the table and her mother would be staring at the clock. It was time for Alice to go home, but she had one problem. The cat was right. She was lost. He told her that there might be someone to guide her, but as she peered into the forest, she saw no one, just a lilac tree and her book 
that she had long since forgotten about, back on the blue and purple path. She was fairly sure she'd put it down on the grass when the singing pansy had spoken to her. Now, as she got closer, she saw that someone had picked it up and leaned it against the trunk of the tree. Tentatively, she reached out a hand and touched the front cover of her book. You're welcome, came a small voice from behind the tree. She peeked around the trunk and found herself looking at a little white rabbit. He had bright blue eyes and wore glasses that were very much like her mother's. They sat awkwardly on the tip of his nose, so he had to peer over them when he looked at Alice. He tapped his large foot against the ground. It took me a while to find you, he said, before hopping over to her. Alice was utterly bemused. Come on now, sit down, the rabbit said, tapping the ground beside the tree. So far, listening to the strange creatures she'd met hadn't got her into any trouble, and she didn't know what else to do. So, she sat down. You are very lost indeed, aren't you? the rabbit asked. Thinking about how lost she was made Alice miss home. She missed her mother's apple pie. She missed her bed. And she missed her familiar forest with its familiar smells and colors. She nodded her head and the rabbit peered at her over his glasses. Very well he said, then home shall be your next stop. He picked up her book and flipped it open to the first page. Let's begin by reading you a story, he said. Alice couldn't understand how reading her book would help her get home. But then, One of the fluffy cloud-like plants floated down from the sky and landed on her shoulder. And the question drifted from her mind. She laid her head back against the trunk of the purple tree and made herself comfortable. The rabbit began to speak in the softest of voices. Once upon a time, he started. Alice closed her eyes. The sweet smell of lavender lingered in the back of her mind, as did the sound of the feathery leaves floating to the ground and flying back up again. And so did the gentle hum of the pansies singing their buzzing song. And then Alice fell asleep.
In her mind's eye, the world tilted slowly. The sky grew dark until it disappeared altogether. When Alice awoke on the other side of this deep sleep, the sun had begun to set. The world around her was aglow in red, gold, and orange. She was in her forest again. The tree trunks were brown. The leaves were green. And Alice was finally home. <laughs>